Welcome to the McKenzie Investments Podcast. My name is Matthew Schnur, and we have an extra special episode for you today. Uh, I am delighted to be here with Senior Vice President of Retirement, Ron Hansen, uh, who works with McKenzie. Uh, and then we have Brian Boroskowski, who is an award-winning journalist uh, in business, uh, focusing on investments, personal finance, and small businesses. He speaks regularly on CTV and Sirius XM, is posts in all the major publications, uh, and most recently, and the reason that he's here, uh, is he's the host of the new McKenzie Investments podcast series called Retirement Rewired. Ron, why don't we start with you, and th- today's episode is all about Retirement Rewired. What was the motivation behind putting together this podcast, and what do you hope listeners get from it? Sure. Thanks, Matt. Well, first, I, I just want to start uh, by thanking you for having us on today and, and note that I, I'm a pretty loyal listener to your series. So um, it's an honor for us to be able to uh, showcase our new podcast on, on yours. So really with, with our podcast, what we're trying to accomplish is bring to light the multiple aspects that are involved for people transitioning from their working years into retirement. You know, retirement means different things to different people. And to be quite honest, retirement is a bit of an abstract concept one that's fraught with uncertainty. We know from research, even our own research, that Canadians lack confidence around so many things in retirement, how they're going to spend their time, where does the income come from, how do I do my taxes in retirement, you know, do I want to leave an estate, how should I invest my money, I mean the list goes on. And I think advisors are ideally suited to fill this gap. Less and less Canadians have um, access to defined benefit plans and people are living longer. You know, there's an increasing amount of personal responsibility when it comes to retirement. You know, without pensions, people need to rely on workplace savings, their own personal registered, non-registered savings, think RSPs, TSFAs, etc., and government programs. It's complex. And, you know, this is really where advisors can demonstrate their value of advice with holistic planning. So we want to bring these things to light. It's also, this is a massive market. Um, Canadians 55 plus, according to Investor Economics, have $3.7 trillion of financial wealth. It's massive. And it's forecast to grow to $6.4 trillion by 2030. And by that time, it will represent two-thirds of Canadians' financial wealth. You know, quite simply, this is where the money is. And, you know, the the podcast covers a broad cross-section of of relevant topics around retirement. You're going to hear from um, a couple authors. You'll hear from various McKenzie subject matter experts and everyday Canadians. You, You know, you'll learn how retirement has changed and ways we can help Um, Canadians navigate um, through the multiple phases of retirement. I I think it's done in an easy listen to and entertaining way. And I'm really excited about the launch of this podcast. So um, yeah, just just trying to bring light um, to to issues around retirement and the opportunities in the market for advisors to fill this gap. Ron, that's great. And uh, I was uh, fortunate enough to have a sneak preview uh, to the series. uh, And uh, boy, it's, it's really well done. Very high quality. Uh, and I really uh, appreciate how you've taken the concept of retirement from an abstract thing, but really uh, incorporated a bunch of different uh, people's views on it uh, and really grapple with what retirement truly is for uh, the everyday Canadian. Brian, uh, maybe turning it to you, uh, I'd love your thoughts in, uh, on the podcast, being the host. Uh, how did it come together for you? Yeah, well, just echoing wrong statements, like it is a confusing and complicated issue. Um, it used to not be, right? Or, or you know, it used to be sort of 65, you'd retire. At least that's what people thought retirement was. It's really sure. evolved over the years where people now want to do all sorts of different things, uh, go travel, um, start new businesses. You know, the, the possibilities are endless, especially given that people are living longer. And so we wanted to capture 
um, you know, the changing nature of retirement in this podcast in an easy to understand, but also engaging way. So it's not just a Q&A with the experts. You know, we're we're doing, uh, we're, we're painting a picture, painting a story, talking to um, one of my favorite episodes is uh, episode two, where we talked to Patricia Sands, who is a, she's a romance novelist now. She used to be a teacher. She's sort of worn many hats and now she's having this second career way later in life as a romance novelist. She's written a ton of books. It's fascinating to listen to and just sort of inspiring that kind of the possibilities are endless when you when you get older. It doesn't have to kind of end and just sit around. And, and so that's kind of what we wanted to get across here is put together something that spoke to real people, that really got to the heart of the issues, but that was also engaging, easy to listen to, and also for advisors to get something out of, but something they can also send to their clients um, because this will right. be relatable to, 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 to both groups. That's great, Brian. I'm curious, actually, uh, given your seat, uh, while you're not, uh, Ron lives and breathes retirement every single day. That's why we, uh, that's why we employ uh, Ron to, to be that focused on it. Uh, well, Brian, you have a, a much broader scope. And I'm, I'm curious, uh, as you went through the content and as you hosted the podcast, what did you learn? I think one of my biggest takeaways was this idea of purpose. And we talk a lot about that in the second episode, but it's throughout all three um, that y- you need to have a purpose in retirement. I think I think a lot of the retirement discussions generally um, is around money. How much do you need to save? You know, trying to find that number that you need to, to, to keep investing for. And while investing is important, you need to know what you're investing for. And right. that was where purpose comes in. And there was this great... Um, idea that came out in the podcast that when you, you know, golf, a lot of people want to golf in retirement and they think that's what they're going to do. But a lot of people actually don't maybe like golfing in retirement. They find because in their working years, when they're golfing, they're doing it as an escape from work or maybe as a work activity. And when they don't have that behind them anymore, golf becomes a very different activity. And that can be relatable to all sorts of different things. So how do you want to live? What's your purpose? It's really kind of a lifestyle idea. And in episode two, we dig into that. How do you find that purpose? And then you start building that portfolio and saving and investing around those ideas of what, you know, what do you want to do? How do you want to live? And that really struck me. It's not just about investing. It's really thinking carefully about how you want to live your life in retirement. And I think that's missed in a lot of other discussions. Yeah, I agree with that, Brian. It's about, it's about finding what are your non-financial needs and wants. And it's not just about seeking pleasure, but it's finding happiness and then, and matching those things with your financial capacity. And I think, you know, in today's day and age, it's a competitive environment. And this is really where advisors can add value beyond just the investment portfolio. And that's something we really tried to push it at McKenzie in terms of, you know, retirement reconstructed and, and looking more broadly than just the investment portfolio. Yeah, and if I can just add to that, um, uh, is is the advisor's role here has you know we don't we 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 talk a little bit about the advisor's role and how that has changed, and I think it really has changed in that um, it's it isn't just about investing, but it's really about helping people kind of identify how they want to live, what they want to do in life, and the investing almost comes secondary to that because you know it is that purpose, the values that really drives that, and I think um, that also kind of struck me as just the the advise the nature of the advisor of advice is evolving along with ideas of retirement. And I, and I think, you know, the advisors will, should find that interesting, just some of the ideas and tips that we kind of have in here on how to make sure your clients are um, taken care of throughout their entire life cycle. 
Absolutely. I feel like I should be adding more comments here because I have so much to say. But in, <laughs> instead of doing that, why don't we uh, now turn to teasing the first episode, a small piece of the first episode. I urge all of my listeners to go and find it wherever finer podcasts are sold. Uh, your search term should be retirement rewired. That's going to be the miniseries title. Uh, really excellent job, uh, both Ron and Brian. Just top-notch work. Uh, congratulations on such a successful project. Great. Thanks, Matt. And thanks again for having us. Thank you. The late, great Betty White once said, retirement is not in my vocabulary. They aren't going to get rid of me that way. And she was right. The Golden Girls star was still acting and producing when she passed away just three weeks shy of her 100th birthday. If only we could all be more like Betty White's. I'm so lucky. I love what I do. And it's fun. And it's... uh, I'm with delightful people, and so everybody says, are you thinking of retiring? Uh, Translated, that means, are you ever going to get out of our face? (laughs) And I'm afraid the answer is no. I just love what I do. From McKenzie Investments, I'm Brian Borzakowski, and this is Retirement Rewired, a three-part podcast on how ideas around retirement are changing. We'll explore how people want to spend their 60s, 70s, and beyond, and what it means to be invested in your retirement so you can have a future where you can do almost anything you want. Years ago, saying you wanted to do something other than retire would have been met with dumbfounded faces. What else would you want to do? Now, more and more Canadians are thinking like Betty White. Today's retirees, and I put retirees in quotation marks, want to keep working, maybe start a new business, travel, play sports, and go for drinks with friends. I think the idea of retirement's changed in a number of ways. That's Bruce Celery, author of two books, host of the Moolala podcast, and CEO of Credit Canada. In generations past, you work, 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 you retire. And it begins a very different life than you had the Friday prior. For people today, I think they look at it as uh, something that will unfold over time. So maybe they're going to consult. Maybe they're going to just have a different job job that they that they go out and do. I also think we are moving towards a values-driven retirement versus a leisure driven retirement. And what I mean by that is people are getting a really good sense for what is important to them. Is it about contribution or health or family or travel or learning? And they're building that phase of their life in in a way that has them have more of what's really, really important to them. But what about golf? Of course, there's golf and there's curling and there's bridge and there's pickleball, all those things. It just is that it's not at the core of everything. And I think that's a big shift. Another thing that has shifted is a much more visceral understanding of the phases that we may well go through in retirement. There is the go-go, the, you know, I'm traveling the world, it's going to be so great. Then there's the slow go where, you know, I might not be leaving my house too much. I'm having a lovely time in my garden, but it's a lower cost retirement than the one in which, you know, you tour the capitals of Europe. Then the third phase is the no-go. And this is a, if you make it this long, this is a high cost uh, part of your life if you need significant uh, care in some sort of an assisted living uh, facility. 
it's only the first phase that gets the glossy marketing. And you can see why, right? Like you can, it's so aspirational. You're on a Vespa, you're doing yoga, you look amazing. You just happen to have gray hair. The other two phases are ones that um, they don't get marketed and that uh, people have less visibility into. And I think that is starting to change. Why do you think retirement has changed? Well, Certainly, we are living longer. Uh, we aren't necessarily living healthier, but we're living longer. And I think that's a really important observation to say that if we take the average life expectancy and tack on five extra years, those five extra years aren't necessarily you aging in place. It could be for, for some people, if not many people, that those five extra years are in some sort of assisted care. And if that's the case, your retirement just got a whole lot more expensive. Um, the other thing about the change of retirement, why is it happening? The labor market has changed dramatically. So there is uh, people stay at employers for shorter periods of time. There are more people working in the gig economy. There certainly remains uh, ageism in our culture that would push, sometimes push older people out of the workforce. So there are many, many different factors. Financially, uh, folks who have been able to save and benefited from the rise in the stock market may have the financial freedom in order to make that choice to retire. And a generation ago, they wouldn't have the freedom, have had the freedom to make that choice. If retirement, if the idea of retirement has changed, how has saving or investing for retirement changed? I think broadly, and this is a cross-generation, we have seen a higher responsibility placed on the individual. And this is a real challenge. So back in the day, people had defined benefit pension plans, or they lived a life where they could fathom that CPP and OAS would be sufficient. They'd have paid off their house. Those two government programs were sufficient alongside whatever else their employer gave them. And that's simply no longer the case. If you don't save outside of um, those government programs, if you don't have the support of an employer pension, you will be hard pressed to put groceries in your fridge. Uh, and a part of that is the cost of living has risen so dramatically, housing, food, all those sorts of things. And so there's a level of complexity and a level of responsibility on the, on the shoulders of individuals. 